This episode is brought to you by me, Emily, the Minimalish Mama. Getting rid of clutter, physical, digital, financial, and spiritual, sets us free from overwhelm, shame, and mom guilt. It creates space in our home, schedule, and soul for prioritizing what really matters in life. But getting started is the hardest part. Enter your free guide to decluttering your life. This free guide has checklists for what to get rid of now in every room, 155 things to be exact, plus how to reclaim your time and joy from comparison and guilt, and how to create space for what you really love. It contains over 20 pages of my best tips for decluttering and organizing, and The best part is that it's completely free. You can download your free Decluttering Your Life guide at the link in the show notes or from theminimalishmama.com. Welcome to The Dwelling Place, where three friends talk about approachable home design and our never-ending search for the perfect rug. So whether you're doing laundry or the dishes, join us in a conversation about making our home a beautiful dwelling place. Today we're going to share how we organize our homes and take you along as we declutter Kimmy's basement. Finally, we'll share a few of our favorite organizing tools in this episode's Pillow Talk. And Kimmy, we have some exciting news concerning your basement. You want to share? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I don't know if this sounds different to you guys, but we're actually in a different room now. We are no longer in our bedroom. My bedroom, not your bedroom. We don't share a bedroom. Um, Sleepover. Yeah. Um, We're no longer in my bedroom. We're actually in a guest room down in my basement that we turned into our podcasting studio because we are that legit. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully it sounds better. Maybe it doesn't. We're getting there. Yeah, we'll figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, but it's very exciting because these girls totally helped me. It's been a couple times now that you've helped me. We started, when was it? It was it was a while ago. We did a round one of my mm-hmm. basement. And we did the whole storage slash laundry room. And totally, we got rid of so much stuff. You guys helped me part with some things that I didn't want to part with. Mm-hmm. And it was good for you. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> we organized quite a bit. We still have a little bit more in that room. But that was a good starting point. And then recently we did a round two where we totally like decluttered this room that we're in. This room was piled high. (laughs) It was packed with lots of things. It wasn't a usable guest room whatsoever. And you guys totally helped me just declutter that. When you listen to this, I will have already had a garage sale hopefully I sold everything. <laughs> but yeah, you guys really, I mean, what do you guys think it's of my It's not basement? just this room, though. That Yeah, room. the family room, too. Well, it'll be the future family room is completely empty besides just a couple mattresses, though. And it was full. It was full. It was completely full. full. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And Ryan was amazed when he came was and he? looked. Yeah, I mean, when we revealed it to him, too, I mean, he was like, whoa. <laughs> like, how did you guys do this? And like, what did we? Three and a half hours. Yeah. 
The first round was about three and a half hours, and the second mm-hmm. time was about the same. Yeah. And it's pretty incredible what you guys do. I'm pretty Aww. thankful. I'm very thankful, <laughs> so thanks, girl. It was really fun. We always have a good time working yeah. together. We yeah. do. We're going to share a few clips toward the end of this episode of our Organizing the Basement that we recorded. Yeah. Some little segments from the YouTube videos that I made of our organizing part one and part two. So stay tuned. Yeah. Speaking of organizing, that is our topic today. And also, like, we really booked ourselves. Oh, my word. Because <laughs> this we week did... has been insanity. Yeah. Well, we started with your, with the basement Sunday night. Yep. My basement we... was Sunday night. Uh-huh. So we had Monday off. <laughs> and then Tuesday through the rest of this week, we're doing a big pare down, Huge. decluttering, moving job. So not only do we have to go through and sort everything and pare it down, it's a, like a downsizing job for a cross-country move, paring it all down and then packing it all, mm-hmm. too. Crazy. So, we work together well. Yeah, we really do. Emily and I work together pretty mm-hmm. well. It's like a yeah. seamless tag team my basement just prepped you guys. It did. <laughs> it's like yeah. our practice and yeah. our telecommunication yeah. skills. And then, like, when we're up there, like, in the zone, it's just, like, I'll float in and, like, go through stuff. With her. With her while Bree's organizing and setting up the next round. And then I'll, like, trade off and do that mm-hmm. while Bree goes through the stuff with her. Wow. So you have a complete system. Unintentional system. Yeah, really. it just, like, yeah. works. Yeah. I don't know. That's so awesome yeah. that you guys were able to do that mm-hmm. together. And This job has been really fun. I've never done an organizing job close to this before. <laughs> I hope it won't be the last time yeah. when we ever do it because it's, it's been very fun. Mm-hmm. Was there any, like, shocking things that happened or things that you found that was, like, oh, my gosh. Like... So this client, which, like, everything is confidential in mm-hmm. that, like, I won't, of course, share any details that would identify the clients. Right. So she had told me she had eight boxes of clothes behind her bed that she needed to go through and declutter. And, like, this and little pack. cubby. <laughs> well, she didn't tell me, like, where it was. So I was oh. picturing, like, eight small boxes or, like, the flat under the bed boxes. Because I was like, how do you have eight boxes behind your bed? So we go up to her loft and she pushes her bed out of the way and there's a door mm-hmm. behind her headboard that goes into a crawl space huh. that what? is full mm-hmm. of not just like big cardboard boxes, but totes, mm-hmm. big wow. totes, including like one massive, like three foot long, Like Emily and I can fit inside this tote. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know even know if there were just eight of those. I didn't count. But I feel like there's a lot more than eight because we completely lined Mm -hmm. the room with the totes and took like all the lids off of them. It's like 10 or 12, I think. Yeah. So that was a big surprise, especially when then she opened one of the two closets that were in there in the upstairs bedroom. One closet we could see had her clothes that she was wearing then, like stuff hanging up, stuff in like the organizer. But then she opened the other closet and started pulling out all of these boxes. Oh, no. That were designer purses. What? And, and shoes. designer shoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my god. Louboutins, Chanel. Chanel. She loves Chanel. What? Prada. Prada. In this area? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we were thinking. We're like, where have you been? What was the one Italian one that she really liked? Sometimes it's Salvador. 
Salvatore Ferragamo. Oh. <laughs> You know what I mean? Salvatore Ferragamos. Yes. See, <laughs> that was close. Um, and then the other French one that I can't pronounce. I always thought it was Hermes. 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 Um, I know none of this. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just taking your word that these yeah. are probably very expensive, right? Yeah, she yeah. had a Birkin bag. So, like, Google how much? Google the, uh, like, $10,000 and up. Wow. Do you guys wish that you were following her to wherever she's moving so you could, like, do set up her closet and I style do. it? I do. I actually like thought dream. about that. Ask, like, I wondered if she would fly us out there, but she already has somebody out there helping oh, her unpack. But yeah. I was like, if there's anybody who would do it, this this lady would do it. Like, yeah. fly us out there for a two You should trip. still just mention it. Just do it. Just she mention already, it. I already was going to tell her that she should hire the home edit. That's the type of closet. This would wow. be, if you've seen the home. Yes, I books. have. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. But she also had two closets downstairs. She had a coat closet in the entryway, and then she also had her guest room, and that was full of her designer coats. Burberry oh after Burberry after Burberry. What? Mm-hmm. So this is like a complete opposite of my basement. <laughs> <laughs> and the things you're finding down here. Which I have to mention, though, I didn't say before, this room that we're in, we really turned it into something cute. I mean, yeah. it needs help. It needs a fresh coat of paint, a new floor. A rug. A rug. <laughs> we Guys, we love rugs, and we don't have a rug in this room, and it's killing me slowly. <laughs> but, okay. you know, it's a lot different than, you know, all this designer stuff, but we made it work. Hey, we will do anybody's home. Yeah. <laughs> And one of the things we found was two brand new black mailboxes. What? <laughs> two different sizes. Wait, did you in ever buy your mailbox? No, I haven't bought my mailbox yet. So, could, will so this work? I asked her, I said, would you be willing to sell these to me? She's like, oh, sure, five bucks each. I'm like, all right, well, I'll buy both because I don't know what size will work. <laughs> so, I got my mailbox. So, they're for like $10. Brand new in the box. That's so black. awesome. I know. I'm so excited. Including one is the bigger size. Okay. Which I really need for my posh packages so I can shove more in right. there. Right. And so, no more leaking mailbox. Yes. I know. I'm so excited. Where are you going to do it? Where are you going to install it? Um, I don't know. Soon? <laughs> Soonish? <laughs> that is so awesome. Yes. Now we just need to find the darn stickers to put on that don't... I'm thinking of not having the stickers. Okay. I'm thinking of getting black or gold or brass numbers. And drilling them. And putting them in oh. my posts so I can take down, like, the blue numbers. Okay. And then have the numbers on the post instead of the mailbox. I don't know. But you could also drill, now that you said that, you could also drill numbers into a mailbox, too, maybe. Well, the whole point is to stop having the rain into my mailbox. (laughs) I don't want to drill more holes. I like the idea of putting them on the post. I want to do this. I think I need to try to do this. But I, I love black numbers, but I have a black mail post now. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, I, I can't. I can't do. Do brass. Do brass. That will look beautiful. I'll do black because ours is just wooden. So anyway, I was very excited. Yes, that is so <laughs> perfect. So speaking of organizing, that is our main topic today. So after this break, we're gonna get right into fall organizing tips. Organizing. Mm-hmm. Since it's fresh in all of our minds, <laughs> maybe a little too fresh, <laughs> that's what we're going to talk about tonight. 
fall organizing because with the changing of the seasons, it's just a really good time to take stock of what you have, switch out things that are used seasonally, switch your spring summer to fall winter. So that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's really good. And I'm glad that both of you are here to talk with me because I am, this is not a strong suit of mine. (laughs) I wouldn't say that, like, you guys probably, I mean, you don't think of me as being like, oh my gosh, you're so unorganized. I feel like I am actually a pretty organized person and everyone at where I work, they always like ask me to help them organize their desk area and stuff because I'm the most organized. But I have a problem where if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. And I, I'm really good at hiding things. So it like looks organized and minimal. But then when you open something up, you're like, oh, (laughs) which is how my basement got to the way it got because I don't come down here except to do laundry. Mm. I mean, now I'm coming down here to podcast, but, (laughs) but it's like, I'm really good at concealing. I'm kind of the concealment queen because I'm, you know, all the to- Jude's toys are all hidden and there's so many things that are hidden in my house. But if you open up, like right now, if you open up my cupboards that have like my pantry items, you girls would be like, what? And I'm going to try to coax them into coming back to do my kitchen someday, maybe. Oh, yeah. We'll be here. So I'm just really excited to listen to what you girls have to say because I can learn a lot from you. And I already have been with my basement, but let's let's hear it. What are your ideas? Yeah. Well, first of all, I would say I truly believe that anybody can be organized. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. You hear, like, some people say, like, oh, I'm just not the organized type or I'm just a messy person kind of stuff. But I I really think it is harder for some people than others. And sometimes that is just because of the way that you're raised or different mindsets that you have that make it harder to be organized. Or even conditions like having ADHD as an adult makes it very hard to be organized mm-hmm. and stay organized. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also something called chronic disorganization. Different from hoarding disorder, but it also has some similarities in where you could kind of end up hoarding some stuff just because you are disorganized and so you keep buying more because okay. you can't find what you already have. And so you end up with a house that could look, mm. you know, more like a hoarding situation. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not necessarily really hard for you to part with those items. It's just you need help. To do it and to actually like make the plan, visualize how you're going to do the space and like the accountability to go through it. Right. And then also long-term help and follow-up. Because really organizing and decluttering, it gets easier as you do it. Starting is the hardest part. Yeah. For Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. And having a friend to help you too really helps the Mm -hmm. situation. Help you see your things with fresh eyes. Take a step back and try to look objectively at your things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's this phenomenon called body doubling. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. Um, They've done actual studies on this. So you have somebody who either has a chronic disorganization or ADHD And you probably, we've definitely experienced this in a job that we've done this last week, even. Like, you're standing there, and, like, the person you're working with, like, suddenly, like, they get really in the zone. They're Mm -hmm. really focused, and they're just going to town. And you're just standing there with the bag and not really doing much. Maybe, Mm -hmm. like, prodding them a little bit now and then. But you're not really 
doing much except being there. Mm-hmm. And that's body doubling where, like, your focus and energy, like, reflects onto them and they, like, absorb it and they become super focused. Mm, interesting. And into the task, too. Where if you weren't there, they wouldn't be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But because you're there and you're solely focused on them and the task at hand, even though you're literally just standing there... Just your presence is helping. Well, it's yeah. the accountability of it. Like, yeah. you are watching me do this, so I'm going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that's called body doubling, which okay. is a huh. reason that their, like, professional organizers exist as a thing because it is super helpful for people. Yeah. A lot of people, when it comes to organizing and decluttering, they just need more practice. And, like, if you go full-out sprint... Like, I'm going to totally reorganize my whole house. You could burn out. Yeah. Whereas if you take it in smaller chunks, you can build up those muscles and those skills and learn as you go and be Mm -hmm. able to maintain it long term. Um, Because once you have a system in place, then it's just a matter of maintaining that system. That's the key. That's the key. Yeah. My problem has always been... So I'm actually pretty good at putting systems in. Where I fall, though is, oh, I don't have a lot of time. This goes downstairs in a specific toe. I'm just going to throw it on this landing because I have a landing (laughs) at the top of my stairs. And then all of a sudden my landing is filled with tons Mm -hmm. of stuff. Or you bring it into the room and set it next to the toe. Right, and not inside the correct toe. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That is my biggest downfall. (laughs) Yeah, the maintenance part of it Mm -hmm. is like a skill you have to like train yourself. Yeah. Like a habit you have Mm -hmm. to like train yourself to do. Um, so there's an acronym and I did not make this up, but I do use this with my clients and like when I'm talking about organizing on YouTube, etc. And that is space because we're making, like we're organizing and decluttering your space. So it stands for sort, purge, assign, contain, and evaluate. And those are basically the steps you need to take in order. Mm-hmm. So... I think common mistakes happen or where people get frustrated with organizing is when you don't do those in the right order. Mm-hmm. Like if you start okay. with containers, oh my word, Down. not going to work place. out. Wrong. Nope. Yeah. If you start with purging before you sort, you can get there, but it's going to take a lot longer and be a lot harder. Whereas if you sort right. first, which means like pulling all of it out and putting it all together and categorizing it, And then you purge it Mm -hmm. down. So, like, one common mistake when you have a huge stack of totes is just to pull out the first tote, open it, and start going through it. But if you opened all the totes, you might find, like, oh, you have winter coats in this tote, but you also have winter coats in this closet over here and in that tote over there. That happened with a client. We went through all her skirts, and then we opened up her winter totes, and then we found, like, 20-plus more skirts. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And she had to go through them again. Wow. Right. you don't need 50 skirts. Plus. No And we had thought, Well, maybe she does. (laughs) (laughs) But it literally happened with the coats, too. The the puffer jackets. Coats in every closet and every bin. Uh Uh-huh. We thought we'd gone through all of them, and then when we were leaving today, she's like, oh, no, there's another toe Uh of coats. Oh, my gosh, no. Uh Yeah. So that's why, like, you can still get there. Yeah. It's just going to take a lot longer right. than if you have all of the coats together and you can analyze them all against each other at the same time. Yeah. Another thing to do as you're sorting is to sort by color. 
Yeah. And having things by color really helps because you can say, oh, I really like the color black. And you have this mound of black, but you only have this one yellow shirt. Well, you probably don't need that yellow shirt because you don't wear <laughs> You're never going to wear it. Yeah. Right. yeah. And then you can also see like, oh, I have six blue shirts, but which of these blue shirts is my favorite mm-hmm. of them all? That's the one. When I feel like I'm in a blue mood, I'm going to grab my favorite blue shirt so I don't actually need all of these other ones. The thing in your whole space thing that I'm really good at is assigning. I always have a place for everything, which is why I think when you come into my house, it doesn't look disorganized Mm -hmm. or cluttered because everything has a place. And Ryan knows where everything goes too. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've trained them to, you put this back in this thing. So that's actually a really good part of the acronym because that's it's just really valuable <laughs> to make sure that everything has its own place. Yeah. Don't move your silverware drawer, people. You want to see your husband's really <laughs> upset. <laughs> Don't move your silverware drawer. Yeah, Keep just, it in the same spot. Just ask Brian because he's had to live through me doing that <laughs> in the kitchen a few times. <laughs> I think I finally have cracked the code on my silverware and utensil drawers. But mm-hmm. that's really where we switch over from the sort from decluttering to really organizing. Yeah. You have to go through the decluttering before you get to the organizing. Mm-hmm. Which right. is then when you assign everything a home where it needs to live, you contain it so that it doesn't multiply and expand its home and overtake. So the labeling happens during assigning or containing where that's where you're really setting up the system that makes it easy for you. It requires like no thought. You don't have to look in a basket or a bin to remember what goes in there. It's right there on the label. And then everyone else who lives with you also has no excuse (laughs) for not putting things where they go um, because it's labeled. Yeah. And give yourselves a little bit of breathing room too as you're putting things away. Like you don't want a drawer filled to the max. So then if you get something new, you're smushing it in and then you're like, oh, I don't have a place for this. And then it ends up on the floor in the basket or in another place. Like have a little bit of breathing room when you're organizing. That's a good point. And then the last step is essential too. And that is just to evaluate rarely are systems perfect like the first go around and you just set it up and then it's good to go forever Mm -hmm. a lot of times after some time goes by you'll realize tweaks that you need to make like maybe the way you categorized things isn't really working for you or someone in your family and you need to adjust what you're categorizing in that particular basket or how you have it set up Or you realize, you know, these containers with lids are too much work for us. We don't like to open the lids to put stuff away. As you live with it, you'll realize tweaks that you need to make to then make it work better for Mm -hmm. you. So part of the fall decluttering that we're going to be talking about even more is starting is the hardest point. Definitely, like we said, grab a friend, but you need to set a goal and have a practice in place and a a goal that you're working toward. So Mm -hmm. how do you want your closet? Do you want it organized by color? Do you want it organized by sleeve length? But having that goal in mind and an idea of what you want it to look like coming up. Mm -hmm. Right. Even if your goal is like, I don't want to have any stuff on the floor. Mm. Or I want to have like everything fitting in this one closet. Or everything hanging. Right. I I don't want anything (laughs) overflowing the dresser and the closet that I have right now. Mm -hmm. Or I just want the whole floor in this room to be clear. Or, you know, whatever it is, like setting your goal, what are you really trying to achieve with 
taking on this decluttering and organizing project. Really defining that is key. Mm-hmm. And picking a staging area, I love doing closets. That's one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> but having a staging area, a, a place to put your things is really helpful. So I know, Kimmy, when we did your closet initially, we cleared off your whole bed. So yeah. we had your bed as a landing zone. And we piled everything out of the drawers, out of the closets, yep. out of all their hidey hole places. And then you can see the volume that you have. Yeah. And it makes you assess your clothing different because you're like, well, that's I was pretty like stubborn too to do that at first because I was like I know that this whole drawer I want Mm -hmm. like I I was pretty sure but then when we got it all out I was like I guess I have to go through it now Mm -hmm. and I found some things that was like I guess I don't really wear that we found a lot of things okay yeah I found like a whole garage sale of clothes (laughs) I'm probably gonna do it again this this year it is so crazy because I've Definitely been guilty of doing it in the past where I didn't take everything out of my closet. Like, my first ever YouTube video of decluttering my own closet from, like, three years ago, I didn't take everything out. Mm. And the stuff that I didn't take out, I can look at my next YouTube video from, like, the next year, and that's, like, all the stuff that I cleared out. (laughs) Wow. Like, in the initial one, I was so sure I needed everything in those totes, so why even bother going through it all? And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, turns out didn't need anything in those totes. And it's just crazy. Like, when you get it all out of its space in a new environment, you just make new connections. You see it in a new light. And you don't need 30 pairs of black leggings. What? (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) Kimmy has quite the array of black leggings for all occasions. (laughs) It's an addiction. (laughs) But even with jeans in my own wardrobe, like, I just realized at one point I had, you know, like 15 pairs of jeans of different washes and cuts and I didn't use all of them so now I have like two really that I wear Chris loves Julia has a whole denim closet well not everybody has a denim closet in their home (laughs) it's so beautiful though I know So the last thing to know before you start is that it gets worse before it gets better. Yes, it will look like a bomb went off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's okay. Yep. And you feel, I'm going to also warn you if you do this, you feel at that moment like, why did I start this? Yep. It's this is going to take you forever. Reach that point of no return. Yeah. And you're like, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. No no. Yeah. You know that oh yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, it really does. Like, I remember when you did my closet, mm-hmm. Brie, when you helped me with my closet, and I was like, oh no. Like, <laughs> what, what have we started? <laughs> and even here, I remember saying it to you girls when we were doing the basement. Mm-hmm. And I was like, guys, it's like, I think it was the first round, and I was like, it's 9 30, and we have so much to do. And then all of a sudden, like half an hour later, it's like, looking so good so Mm -hmm. just stick with it don't give up (laughs) get a friend who likes doing it that really helps because they'll help prod you along yeah right yeah they won't panic they'll like guide you through and if you live somewhat locally you can hire emily yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so let's talk about our hot spots to tackle for fall oh my word paperwork why is paperwork terrible it just is. It's awful. It's just a pain. I have, ugh, I have like a drawer full of, you know, old bills and receipts and... Where is this drawer? 
It's in my non-existent entryway because I don't have an entryway because you okay. enter into our dining room. So I have built-in shelving on the left when you walk mm-hmm. into my dining room. And the top shelf of that has like all my receipts from like our mortgage company and our oil company. And mm. I've got like three years of paperwork in there that I yeah procrastinate. Mm-hmm. I, that's six. actually something Ryan and I are really good at. We throw stuff away like almost immediately if, if it's something that we have to take care of he has a filing cabinet so he just puts those types mm-hmm. of things in a filing cabinet but and if it's something that we have to take care of then i put it on his nightstand and he always remembers to do it like oh, in the drawer trip. of his nightstand so we don't have a ton of paperwork that is something i'm naturally good at i guess yeah that's a good system <laughs> yeah because there are there's two types of papers like there's the papers that are action items that you need to take action on and then you can get rid of mm-hmm. and then there's the long-term or indefinite storage it's papers the long-term one that i struggle with yeah yeah so as organized those, as my house is yeah. that's one area mm-hmm. most bills and things are the action item ones like once it's paid you could keep it like up to a year Oh, Maybe so I can check out a lot then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I I check them as soon as they're paid. You don't. Yeah, have to I keep, do too. You well, don't have to keep automatic paying, so I can just literally toss. Oh yeah, we don't make oh. stuff that are unautomatic. Oh gracious! Yeah, well, I've been holding onto a lot of paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know, though. Yeah, even like with taxes. You can get rid of all of the tax documentation stuff after seven? seven years. Yeah. Yeah. You do not need to keep monthly bills or annual bills. Keep receipts for like big ticket items that have a warranty. Even those usually expire after, you know, three to ten years, depending on the so item. So I don't need to keep the receipt from my suitcase I bought seven years ago. No, you do not. <laughs> no. Do you have it? I did at one point. I think I just got rid of it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this suitcase has been through a lot. I don't think any warranty is going to cover anything. (laughs) The things that you do have to keep forever are, I mean, the tax returns is like seven years max. Right. The actual tax return. And then um, legal documents like marriage certificate, birth certificate, death Mm -hmm. certificates, that kind of stuff. The deed to your house. (laughs) Yeah. Keep um, that stuff forever. Mortgage paperwork you keep as long as you have the house and property. Beyond that, it's a little bit of a gray area, but I would say if it's sold and, like, there's no payments or anything coming your way, then you don't have to keep that anymore. Car stuff, the title and stuff for the cars you currently own, but get rid of it for any stuff that you don't own anymore. Mm -hmm. And another hot spot for tackling for fall, which I'm, like, scared to talk about is the closet because you, Emily, had to challenge us to do a capsule wardrobe. So now I have to really go through my closet and figure out what I'm going to, what 30 items of clothing I'm going to use for October. Can we come over and help you? Oh my God. No, I would love that, but I'm scared. (laughs) Just don't touch my leggings. (laughs) You said workout clothes don't count. Yes, but... To an extent. <laughs> right. No, you guys should come. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People listening should let us know if you'd like to hear audio of us as we put together Kimmy's capsule wardrobe. Yeah. So one thing I like doing with my closet, and I did at one point for two years, is I hung all my clothes backwards. So on the hanger, instead of the hanger facing into the wall, have the hanger face out towards you. And once you wear the item, you flip it around correctly. And you'll be able to have a visual representation of what you actually wear. And that t-shirt that's like 
too see-through for your bra, you're never going to wear it. <laughs> why? Why are all white t-shirts too see-through? No, dress is bonkers. That's why I wear black. Have you guys ever found a white shirt that, like, isn't see-through? No, I just wear a tank top. The closest... I hate wearing tank tops underneath it, though. The closest I've come is a J. Crew fine ribbed t-shirt. It's navy and white striped. No, that doesn't count. I want plain white. Okay. If it comes in white, it would probably be the same. Okay. Well, and listeners, if you know of a white t-shirt that's not see-through. <laughs> yes, please help but us. But, like, I want a ladies' cut. I don't, it like, is. just... Yeah, it's a fitted. Okay. No, I don't want fitted. I want the relaxed... Oh. How do I explain it? I want yeah. a relaxed boyfriend, I guess, but it has a little bit of a ladies' hip. Okay, doesn't matter. Anyways, back to the closet. So, this whole hanger thing. I have a problem because... I feel like that would annoy me seeing some of my hangers turned Different. around and okay, some Okay, here's another thing you can try. This method is similar. You take a ribbon and you tie it around the bar, okay. your closet bar, and then after you wear something, you move it to one side of the ribbon. No, that would annoy me too because this is why. Because after Brie helped me with my closet two years ago, when was that? It wasn't that long ago, a was year? it? I don't remember. Years ago. Whenever you help me. It's color organized. It's color organized and I love it. I've never done that before. You gotta do the backwards hanger thing then. Do you guys, so I always have to have all of my clothes face the same way. Do you guys care about that? Mm -hmm. Okay. I have um, a longer closet Mm -hmm. and I have the hangers facing one way on the right and one way on the left. So So that way I'm always looking at the collar and not at the back of a shirt. Does that make sense? When you're looking at my closet, you look to the right, you see the collars. You look to the left, you see the collars. Because I have the center open and nothing hanging I don't have enough room to do that, but that's very cool. I like that idea. I guess maybe I'll try this hanger trick. I just think it could annoy me. But it's a really cool idea. It makes a lot of sense. Maybe when we do your closet for your capsule wardrobe, we'll turn everything backwards except for what's in your capsule. Okay. So it'll be like um, a little bit differentiated, and then after your capsule's over, then you can work through the other clothes okay. and see what you actually wear. Yeah. I'm going to be very interested to see if there's anything I don't wear after this capsule wardrobe experiment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when you're going through your clothes, like being picky is okay. You want to keep what you love, because if you don't love the item, you're never going to wear it, and then it's going to stay backwards in your closet forever. Mm-hmm. If something's not fitting you quite right, or it's a little too tight in the arms, or it's too bright, or you, the pattern's too big, mm-hmm. or for whatever reason it is, maybe you can't put your finger on it, but, but like you just too don't sticky like and it sticks to you. Oh, fabric oh, is a big not. one. There's some fabrics that are just uncomfortable, yeah. or how they lay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guy shirts fit me really yeah. well for some reason. I have this black Isaac Maserati or whatever the shirt brand is. It's a guy's black t-shirt, and it's longer in the arms, which Mm -hmm. I love. It comes longer in the waist, because a lot of women's shirts, I find, are too short for me. I don't don't want to crop. I don't want shorter. I don't want it hitting mid, you know, zipper. I want it long. I do like that, though, with the mom jeans, like the high-waisted mom jeans. I have been liking the shorter. I feel like it's been, I don't know, maybe you guys don't think so, but I feel like when I, you know those... High-waisted jeans I have. I don't think I've ever seen you wear jeans, Kimmy. <laughs> I always the black jeans. jeans that I, when I Marco pulled you guys, and I was like, hey, should I keep these? And they were high-waisted, and I had like a kind of crop shirt. Not crop, but it like hit here. And you guys were like, yeah, that looks great. I've been wearing those. I guess I just, you, you see me. Us. Yeah, because yeah. you guys love me for however I look. <laughs> I have true. zero makeup on right now, and <laughs> my hair's in a top knot, so... <laughs> 
we hinted at this earlier, but with the switchover of seasons, fall is the perfect time to go through your garage and basement. Basically, mm -hmm. storage areas, because you're probably switching over your summer stuff, like your bikes and... Mm -hmm. Grill. Yep. Um, you know, Patio furniture. Mm-hmm. Outdoor toys, all of that stuff is going to switch over for the winter gear. Sleds, your snow blower. Power wash your outdoor equipment and your outdoor rugs before you oh, store them. Yeah, that's a good tip. Um, so as you are making that switch over, like actually block out some time to do it and then go through this stuff and see like, is there some of this winter stuff that we didn't actually use at all? Last year, are we going to use it this year? Is this a thing that we don't really need to hang on to anymore? And evaluate it. And also look at the fall stuff or the summer stuff that you're putting away and analyze, is this a thing that you want to store for another year or are you ready to let this go? Along that same line, going through kids' clothes and toys, while you're switching over your clothes seasonally, mm -hmm. packing away your summer mm. stuff and your swim stuff, and bringing out your winter stuff. You can also do that for your kids and then you can go through theirs and pull out all the stuff that's too small, the stuff that it's not worth hanging on to to hand down, all of that stuff and go through any like winter stuff you have stored for them and see if it's something you still want to hang on to. I added toys on this list too because of Christmas mm, coming up. That's a good point. So the, the earlier the better to get ahead of the Christmas influx of <laughs> presents and clothes and all of that kind of stuff. The earlier you can get ahead of that the better to work on paring down toys and going through that. I have another thing to add to the kids clothes. If you are done having children you don't need to keep their clothes that they're growing out of. Please donate them because I've seen so many people when they're done having kids and they have dozens of their clothes still in their mm -hmm. garage. I know of a person in relation to me who has all of the clothing from their adult children. What? Oh. Like oh, this is a prime all example. All of it from newborn. No. What? Oh yeah. Oh. Oh. And I know this because of the relation they are to me. They like to give those items to my children. Oh. I'm going to throw my mom under the bus, but... <laughs> she, we still love you, Mom. Yeah, we still love you, Mom. She does this, too. But I have to say that, like, she's been pulling things out that my nephew, Connor, who's 16 right now, that Jude's, Jude's been wearing his clothes. Like, when Aww. he's over there and, like, he has an yeah. accident or something, yeah. and she'll put them in one of his things or like his shoes and stuff yeah. and she saves it all it oh is my it's cute but also like wow <laughs> but like 16 to jude's age is a little bit of a smaller yeah true from she has some of my stuff though too that she oh. had saved for like if whenever i have a girl like there's these pair of white little sandals that i actually remember as like a four-year-old wearing oh and i love goodness. them and she has them and i she gave them to me Aww. so I think it's it can be hard for parents to get rid of their kids' clothes because you attach sentimental memories and stuff mm -hmm. to them yeah. because of it's just hard to like have your kids growing up. You got to do it. Yeah, it's just not worth. You're gonna it. gain so much space. Yeah. Sometimes we should go and do my mom's basement. <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah. We'll bring the microphone for that one. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of kids' clothes. How do you guys organize and store your kids' clothes? Like, okay, so 
I have Jude. I hope to have more kids. So I have all his newborn clothes mm-hmm. and stuff. How do I store those? Well, you I, can, know? I can tell you my system. Mm-hmm. So as they grow out of things, of course, it's not at all the same rate. So they're not all growing out of their nine-month things. It's like you have some six months and you have some stragglers. So maybe like once or twice a year, I have like a bin that I throw all the outgrown things into. And then twice a year, I sit down and I sort it. I don't have that much clothing for my kids, so I I can actually fit two sizes in one tote. And I just layer them, the bigger sizes on the bottom and the smaller sizes on top. I have, it's a clear tote and I have a piece of paper. This is 12 months and this is 12 to 18 months at the bottom. And that way when my son grows into it, I just take off that top layer and then bring it down for him to grow into. Okay. vice versa. All right. Yeah, because I need to do something. (laughs) My system is similar, but I have a bigger gap in age between my boys. And also they were born two different seasons and in two different climates. Mm -hmm. So Edison was born in Arizona and Bennett was born here. So from Edison, I kept like a tote that had newborn through three months stuff. And then, you know, like... Those big chunks mm-hmm. of sizes, I had totes for those. I think I had three in total. But then when Bennett came along, I barely used any of it because mm. it was a totally different season, oh. totally different climate. I thought, like, I'm having two boys. Like, yeah. I really need all this stuff. Didn't use any of it. Wow. Because by the time the right season came around, mm-hmm. it was totally the wrong size. Yeah. So That's I, a bummer. Yeah. I ended up getting rid of almost all of it. I now I'm only keeping because I don't know what gender of baby I would have next if I were to even have one still question mark so (laughs) I am only keeping very in like top-notch condition newborn and baby stuff that is gender neutral like totally gender neutral and it has to be in like perfect condition Mm -hmm. because I know if I were to have another baby I would get more clothes. Like, yes. people would Obviously. give me stuff. Yeah. Right. So And you'd want to buy stuff, too, because it's right. fun. Yeah. You know? Then I think of, like, well, how much do they actually, are they actually going to need? So, max, like, 14 of any particular size, because that's, like, two straight weeks. Okay. And I would definitely do laundry within two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And they grow so quickly. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. So, I have a bin in the top of the boys' closet that just says too small on it. So as they're getting dressed every morning, mm-hmm. if they grow oh. out of something, I just throw it in there. Yeah, I, I love that. That's what I do, too. I have a drawer. And then as soon as it gets full, then I can pack it in a tote. So you guys want to know what I do? When things get too small, I throw them on my landing. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll take care of that later. That's what I do. And then I'll, you know, I have a pile of clothes on my landing. So yeah. put a tote there or put a basket there or something. Then I also have one basket of consignment stuff that I, because the consignment store only takes seasonal things, you know, so I have a basket in my storage room of stuff I'm going to take to the consignment store as soon as they're taking that season's items. And then once I take those, then they'll be empty. And with that, we'll take a short break and we'll be back and you guys can get a little sneak peek of the audio of us organizing Kimmy's basement. Basically, what I need to do is I need to, I have a lot more stuff to put in here. I have Christmas that goes usually in that corner, and I need to make room for it. Um, I have a lot of stuff that I know I could sell. This is all my artwork and picture frames. This is all clothing. 
and like seasonal stuff and other things. These are Ryan's lovely keepsake. Uh, so we need to go through those another time. Ryan and I will go through them. Sure. But there's like three of them that are that. And then I have some shoes there. I don't know. We have to, this is all my apartment stuff that I need to take care of. Um, that kind of is just going to stay here because it's like bedding and stuff for our Airbnb sure. rental. And this is my drift packaging. Supplies. Yeah. Supplies. Okay. So I wanted your opinions too because th this whole closet right here, like I feel like I could better utilize it. So. Oh yeah. But then I have random stuff like this is all my gifts and like if I have like baby showers, I'd give people gifts. And then this is all like my serverware. So, yeah, mm -hmm. and this. And then I've always kept my fall pumpkins. Seasonal decor. Maybe we need a different zone for okay. that. Um, because you have so much other Christmas stuff. Yeah. So does I, it make sense to store all Christmas and all fall, fall together? together? I agree with you. It probably would make more sense. The problem is I don't know how to store these. That's how I do mine too. Okay, because yeah. I don't know if I have a tote. Oh, like you're going to have tote. totes. Okay, this is um, donator, not donate, sell if I can. We, we can try. <laughs> you wanted, I wanted to give one of these to you for your plant that you have in a plastic thing in your... I got a pot for it. Oh, you did get a pot. <laughs> okay, good. I have a lot of aluminum stuff for parties, but should we put this with the party stuff? Yep. I probably don't need this. No. That's... <laughs> No. Alright, so, but if I paint this, I like this. Will you paint it? Yeah, because I painted another one that's black. Keep that one and not that. No, I love this one. Oh. If I okay. paint it, I don't like the you color. Keep that one and not that one. Fine, you could keep them both. Let me explain this. So, so, a lot of these jars are from our wedding because we had all sorts of different jars with flowers in them. That's Campbell's Center. So a lot of these really unique ones I do want to say. How many do you need to like realistically keep them? Right. Like I want. When was the last time you used them? I've used them for parties. But you won't need as many as you did for your wedding. For showers are a lot smaller. So I guess I'll just show you which ones I really like. Yeah, which ones? Yeah. Just the ones that are really cool. Is this a fancy dog hole? <laughs> I feel like I've never used them really, except maybe at Christmas. Those are weird. And they're chipped too. Yeah. We can get rid of those. Can we get rid of this mouse covered poopy boards? Poopy boards. The artwork is all gone. This is going to be our new tote stack wall. I mean, by gone, it's been gone through. There's still art here. We're getting it done. <laughs> well, some of it's sentimental. How many tablecloths do you need? Probably not gonna use any of them, but it's just that I like them. What if you like look at them all, appreciate how they served you, <laughs> and then decide to let them go serve someone else? Maybe you could pick out like three. Or five that you like. You'll put them in your sentimental too. Alright, let's just look at them. Maybe I won't love things. 
<laughs> what do you, you can, take? You can see the floor. <laughs> That's crazy. It looks so good. Wow, it looks great. Yay. Thank you, ladies. We should show, we can show them the inside of that, too. Oh, yeah. I don't think you really yeah, I know. <laughs> I knew it was crazy. Yeah. Well, it's my decor closet. Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm feeling like a load is off my shoulders. I'm feeling good, happy, stress-free. <laughs> very tired. I'm <laughs> <You're> very tired. <laughs> no, it was worth it. To watch this whole transformation take place, just search Emily Conley on YouTube and you'll find part one and part two, or go to the link in the show notes. So now we're gonna jump into Pillow Talk where we're sharing the things that we've been loving lately. And this time we have most of our things have to do with organizing. So my thing I wanted to share is turntables or turntables. So the clear plastic round things that spin. I'd always seen organizers use these, like the home edit, etc., and thought like, what a waste of space because they're round <laughs> and you're putting it in a square spot. Yeah. Like you could just do a basket or something. But I tell you what, I bought this one, like it was on clearance at Target like forever ago. I bought it and then I had a plan for it and it ended up being too big to fit in the particular cupboard. So I hung on to this forever. And then just recently, I had this like light bulb go off when I was reaching into my bathroom shelf because we have this shelf behind the door and like I keep all of my bathroom products on one shelf and then Brian's and the boys are on the next shelf down. So I had a little bin and a little basket where I had all my bottles like lined up, all my hair care things together, all my skincare things together. But whenever I needed something in the back, I would knock everything over. <laughs> like, it was just, I had to dig through the basket, yeah, uh -huh. and then I always had stuff standing outside of the basket, and they'd always fall over, and it was just a mess. So I put a turntable in there, and now they're all standing up in the turntable, and it's divided. So I have a section for skincare, a section oh, for hair care. That's nice. And I can just spin it. I don't have to, like, try to find the yeah. one bottle in the back. I just spin it around. That's really awesome. It's so good. Great idea. So now I'm I'm firmly in the turntable camp. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing that I wanted to share with you guys is uh, something that I use every single day for almost every meal. <laughs> and that is wipes that I have concealed because I'm the concealment queen. They are concealed inside a basket that I actually got from TJ Maxx, but I'm going to find similar ones on Amazon to link. But it's just like a woven, what do you call it? It's like a, a hyacinth. Hyacinth, yes, mm -hmm. that's what it is. Hyacinth basket with a lid that's attached. And I think that's pretty important that it's attached because it's really easy to flip it open and close it. So I put the wipes inside this basket and I put the basket on top of another basket. <laughs> it's like a tray, tray yeah, basket with like one. flowers and my salt and pepper and napkins. And I keep it right as the centerpiece on my table. And so when we're eating, I have a baby. He's almost a year and a half. And we went through the whole like baby led weaning where you let him eat and I'm not like spoon feeding him. He's just going to town and he makes a huge mess. <laughs> so just having wipes right there. Oh, like in the beginning, I was constantly bringing the wipes over and it was like driving me nuts. 
So now I just have them there and they're hidden. They look beautiful and it's just pretty awesome. So if any of you need wipes while you're eating with little ones, this is a great way to conceal and hide and organize them. And I took this idea from you and I did this in my dining room and this changed my life. Because no one wants to stare at an ugly package of wipes. Like, well. <laughs> I have to, just for our eco-friendly people, I do also use microfiber, like the... Grove has, not microfiber, are they microfiber? They're cleaning cloths, but you get them wet oh, and sure. stuff. Grove has some yeah. that I got. And I have been using those when it's like yogurt days because wipes <laughs> just take forever to yeah. clean like yogurt and stuff off. So I do that. So I'm not using a ton of wipes. I'm just using a couple. I actually took that idea from you too, oh, but nice. I adjusted it. So I keep wipes and diapers in a basket that has a lid. And I keep it in my living room, Ooh. so it looks like decor. But I've got wiper, wipers, diapers, and wipes <laughs> right there, handy. And yeah. I keep my diapers and wipes in my media cabinet where my TV hmm. is, because it has drawers. So just in one of the drawers, I have an extra outfit. I have the changing pad. I have the diapers and wipes. That's and really nice. Open it up. I don't do that because we're all one level, so we mm. just go to Jude's room every single time I change him. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really brilliant for those who have, you know, two levels or whatever, and yeah. you don't want to have to go upstairs. So my pillow talk are amber glass spray bottles. Um, I got tired of looking at my cleaning products and the bottles that they came with, and I wanted something pretty. So I went on Amazon. I'm like, surely there's got to be a glass spray bottle here. And there was, and they're beautiful. And there's two of them for 10 bucks. Like, you can't That's not bad. And the sprayer is so, so nice. So one of the things I like to use for these sprayers is actually rubbing alcohol. I know this sounds really weird. I use that to clean my appliances, especially black appliances, because it shows all the fingerprints mm. and stuff. And it's really also good for stainless steel. Yeah. Try it, you guys. It's going to remove all greasy fingerprints, and it just instantly you, dries. There's no streaks. You mentioned this to me, and so I did try it, and I was like, wow, this really does work. How many do you have of the spray bottles? Right now, I just have one for my rubbing alcohol, but oh, okay. I have plastic pumps that I have my shampoo and conditioner and my hand soap in my bathroom in. That's right awesome. That I decant into, mm -hmm. and I can put a link for those, too, because I didn't okay. want glass and, you know, little children right. yeah, washing their hands. Yeah. Okay. But it still looks pretty. Right, yeah. and actually, so it does tie in with organizing because you're cutting down on visual clutter mm. because you have uniform bottles. So you don't have bottles that are all different shapes and sizes and colors and different fonts and words like yelling at you. Right. You uniform it all and it just looks all calm and all the bottles are the same size so they're easy to fit in yeah. things. I and have a question about this. Go for it. <laughs> well, so I'm... Okay, I want to do this. I want to do this for my bathroom especially. Uh -huh. But what kind of hand soap do you use? Because the Mrs. I, Myers. So you just take it out of your Mrs. Like you buy yeah, this. Because sometimes it's purple. I don't want the purple. No, I know. I don't like the, the purple, but I love the lavender scent. But it comes, just, it comes with the funnel, people. Yeah. <laughs> this so you is, can decant. Yeah, but this is what I'm wondering. Can you buy Mrs. Myers in bulk? I don't know. Because that would make so much more sense just buying, like, a really large one and then decanting. Dumping it in. Yeah. Because, like, it. I love Rainwater is one of their scents mm -hmm. for the bathroom. I like it's, that like, one my too. favorite. If I could just buy a bulk Rainwater. Just something. You should then. look on Amazon. Bree is looking on Amazon. <laughs> Please hold. <laughs> you can. 
Hand soap refill, 33 but, ounces, 698. Well, okay, Save 209 with a coupon. Okay, but listen, what sense? Because if it's only like, well, this ver- is, what is it, verbena or something? I hate this, that. This then. is basil. Oh, it's I don't mind 29,000 reviews. Geranium. I don't really like that one. Yeah, they have geranium. They do have bulk options. That's the one I don't like. Lemon, yeah, verbena. lemon. I don't like that one either. And for some reason, it's the most popular. I don't, so I don't understand that. We'll link the... Oh, there's lavender. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe I'll do this. But then I'm not buying from Grove. What do I do? I need my scrubber sponge. <laughs> I'm going to have a membership just to get my, my scrubber sponges. Kimmy's yearly sponge shipment. Beep, beep, beep. It always comes back to the sponges. <laughs> we need to bring this one home. <laughs> gotten out of hand <laughs> well this has been a really fun conversation girls and thank you guys for hanging out with us today we want to know what you thought of this episode and what you want us to talk about next find us on instagram at dwelling place pod and send us an email at also dwelling place pod and please leave us a rating and review and share your thoughts we are reading every single one and we're so appreciative to all of you who are saying kind words Visit the show notes for the pictures and links to all the things we talked about today. And we'll see you next week right here at the Dwelling Place.